and welcome to Life of the Party, the Delphos Saga. I'm Nyx, your DM. We are Nyx Rising. Are you ready to go? Yes, please! Cue title sequence. We catch up with our party, waiting on the Erin docks for the Lords of Vishima to finally arrive. Party, you have faced off against smugglers in an underground creature smuggling ring, fought a Cerberus. You have reconciled somewhat with each other, gotten through an exam, Pandora, reconciled slightly with Alexis, and now headed down to the Erin docks you see the Lords of Ashima arriving on their ship. Maze has been warned by their mentor Citra not to mess around. I said I wouldn't. <laughs> Keep an eye on you. You stand on the docks watching the Red Seal ship of the Lords of Ashima arriving into Erin's Harbour. A spectacle of colour and design amongst the fleet of dark-hulled Irani ships with folded red sails. A huge grinning dragon face painted over the bow stares you down as the galleon comes to a stop alongside the pontoon. Dock attendants rushing to the side of the ship to help secure half a dozen ropes tossed down from its high sides. The gangway is lowered and off stream its passengers. A number of staff, the travelling party and the lords themselves. You are able to easily identify them amongst the ensemble of travellers. Three men, all human in appearance, wearing fine silk kimonos and elaborate designs. Atop their heads, they don iboshi over their hair, stiff silk hats tied together with white cord. In their belts, they each have a folding fan tucked. Maze, you can identify the different lords by the designs on their clothing. There is a dragon turtle embroidered onto Lord Toju's silk kimono, jade-coloured rabbits for Lord Michio, and a nine-tailed fox for Lord Sato. Of the three of them, Sato is the youngest. His face is extremely handsome and free of the lines of age that mark the other two lords. His expression is sour as he approaches. Machio is clearly the eldest, his hair grey and a big smile on his kind face. Rabbit man, I love him. <laughs> Upon seeing Sato, Daichi, your ghost, feels furious and scared. You feel this flood through you, aware that it's not your own emotions, but with it comes a surge of power from Daichi, just asking to be used. Do we notice this? Maze probably just kind of bolts a little bit and said it steadies himself. You okay? No. Oh, fine. Are you three doing anything as you're watching this gangplank come down, these people disembarking as you're stood at the end of the docks? Introduce ourselves. We'll wait until they're off the boat and okay. step forward. In attendance with the lords are their personal guards. They're dressed in Hakama trousers tied at the waist over short monotone kimonos and lacquered armour. Each has a long weapon strapped to their back, wrapped in ceremonial cloth. One walking with Toju is a female air genasi with icy blue skin. Her white cloud-like hair pulled up into a top knot some strands floating free and loose around her intricately painted face. She has an easy smile and clocks the three of you immediately, starts heading towards you. Another walks at Sato's side, dark hair tied neatly back, handsome androgynous features under his face paint, but some elven heritage obviously with pointed ears. 
you notice a particularly wide-eyed look on his face and a few rivulets of sweat rolling down his forehead, streaking through the paint. <laughs> As he joins you too, you note that he stinks of herbs and you can trace the smell, you think, back to a small pouch you can see on his belt and another that's hanging around his neck. He is carrying in one gloved hand and the other, which looks to be made of solid gold, a glaive. We can be glaive buddies. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you use your glaive no. anymore. Listen, he's smoking the devil's lettuce. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can be friends with him. Then <laughs> your court I'll says say. no to drugs. <laughs> At first, it appears as if Lord Machio hasn't brought a guard, but after a few moments, as this group of lords and these two guards approach you, you realise that a group of attendants still at the ship are wrestling with a huge travelling chest, trying to get it off the vessel, and there's another painted guard faced away from you, directing them. Eventually, this guard turns. Although older and dressed differently to how you remember Maze, you recognise your friend Jiro. His hair is much longer, tied up neatly. He too has a wrapped up weapon slung from his back. Hello? Maze just has like gone from like being really sort of polite and sturdy and ready for this to just... <laughs> I know him. Who? That's my... that's... that's Jiro. When? With, um, talking to the people with the big trunk. That's Jiro? That's Jiro! Jiro! No! <laughs> As you look up, you can tell this chest being carried from the ship is heavy. It's large and very ornate. It needs four men to carry it, and it's easily big enough to fit all four of those men inside it. <laughs> if you were in any way unsure that this was Jiro, Lord Machio turns and beckons to him, calling out, Jiro! Don't bother with that thing, come along! He turns then to Saito with a raised eyebrow. Honestly, I don't see why you had to cut that thing all the way here. What is it? Weird. I don't know. My lords, welcome. They turn as you, they hear you calling out to them, and you see the air genasi guard breaking the formation as they approach you. She comes up to you, she bows respectfully. Oh, respectfully. Her hands clasped before her and she says, I am Miyashi Sho. Am I correct in thinking you're our guides? Correct. Yes. I'm Icarus Baleo. My name's Pandora. Mace Hasegawa. Hasegawa. When you answer, she smiles and turns, gesturing you to the lords. My lords, our guides from the city. And then to you. Lord Michio of Kusai. Lord Sato of Murasaka. And Lord Toju of Tominata City. It's a pleasure to meet you all. Honor. Michio comes right forward. He's a bigger bodied man, a big grin to match, and like bells respectfully to you, and you can see that he's just beaming to meet you, and he's like, oh, it's so wonderful to be here. My lord. It's good to have you here. Thank you so much, Delphos students, for coming down and agreeing to show us around your fine city. Not a problem, we've got some really fun activities ahead for you. We trust you had a pleasant journey. A bit rocky over the sea, but it was okay, no trouble. And you're here now. We're here and now. That's all that matters. <laughs> you see behind him Lord Toju of Tominata. 
is slender and serious, um, but you see his expression crack a little, a little light-hearted towards the way Machio is acting, um, and he rolls his eyes. Uh, <laughs> Sato himself stays stony-faced, and his eyes just like travel across the three of you. He doesn't say anything. Lord Sato? Lord Toji? The two of them give you a slight bow back. Gio's like, right, I can't wait to get underway. I think we should leave the attendants and the guards here. They can deal with the luggage and uh, we'd like to go to the council yeah, and meet with them. We've got a carriage waiting for you just here. Yes, we can give them directions to the villa. Fantastic. Come along, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> and he shuffles on forward. Oh, he is ecstatic to be off the tiny island of Fushima for once and overseas. So jazzed to be here. So jazzed to be here. <laughs> He's so jazzed to be here. <laughs> Okay. Help them on into the carriage. Yeah, and direct the, the rest of the entourage. <laughs> it's quite the entourage as well. You leave maybe 20 people behind. Oh my god. And you can see that at the time you're getting into the carriage, and even as you get in and the carriage pulls away, they're still unloading luggage from this big ship. They're here for what? Like three days? Three days. Three days? Yeah. They've brought like an extravagant amount of luggage with them. Oof. Um, <clears throat> You see someone who is maybe like in charge of the attendants now taking over, directing what to do with this massive trunk. Um, and the, the four, as you're sort of going up the hill back towards Erin, you see the four sort of pallbearers for the oh. trunk, trying to get it on top of a carriage, trying to make sense of how to do that. Kiroloss is there. No. <laughs> no. We wouldn't consign them to that fate. I'll never see the trunk again. <laughs> Yeah, so you're in the carriage, this one covered, quite an ornamental, probably borrowed from the council, um, and it leads you away up into the city. Uh, all of us in one carriage? So Six like, of you in one carriage, yeah. Okay. One carriage. But then, like, so like, one bench with the lords all facing. <laughs> <laughs> one bench with the three of you facing them. Like, mm. Are their aides with them, or have they stayed with the luggage? Their aides are, have stayed with the luggage. Okay. okay. The carriage surfing on top. <laughs> We're the aids now. <laughs> oh god. Okay. As we are travelling through the city, we'll be pointing things out like, oh, as you can see in the distance, that, that big building, that's the mall where we have the gladiator fights in the arena. Michio at least goes, oh, I was so hoping you'd tell me about that. Yes, we can totally go to them, okay? We've got, there's a really good it's one coming. It's on the itinerary. It is <laughs> very serious. But that's where it is, and it's really cool. You see, leaning over. Toju, like looking out the window of the carriage, like, ooh! Does <laughs> <laughs> Toju look quite pleased about that? You no, know, he's like, mmm, shuffled back in his seat. <laughs> this is frustrating. And Sato on the other side, with like, Machio like squashed in the middle of them. Just very. He still hasn't said a word. Okay. Mm. And then on this side of the carriage. <laughs> 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 the tallest spire in the distance, that's our biggest cathedral. And so, <laughs> I will continue my full tall light speed. No one will be free from leaning. No. <laughs> it's always going to be like, keep going to east side. <laughs> Ooh. Ah. <laughs> He's the kind of guy who'd want to have like a mini flag and a pair of like, oh. tourist sunglasses. Um, if we'll he be could. taking photographs if that yeah. was a thing. Get to Zella somewhere. <laughs> Eventually, and it's not too long, but the carriage rolls up to the Irani Council building, the Bulaterion, 
this is like the the government district is sort of a little bit further down the city, closer to where the docks are anyway. Um, so you don't quite reach, you don't pass the moor to get there. Uh, and as you get down there, you pull up outside a large and very impressive rectangular building with white and blue columns lining the front doors and carved figures of previous high councillors lining the entry hall, as you can see straight in from the outside. You climb on out of the carriage, get out onto the street, help the councillors down, and you sit there and Machio just, no pretense to it, just walks straight in. <laughs> <laughs> You see that this entry hall leads into a long antechamber with stretches of fountain and plant life down the centre, stone benches for waiting against each wall. The ceiling of the antechamber is open and sheds sunlight into the area, although sort of the ceiling at the sides provides enough shade that it's not too hot. And in fact, you think it's even cooler in here than you'd expect, considering the roof is open. Huh. On each side of the room there are two doors leading to other rooms and to the far end one very large door. Um, this door is open and you can see inside it to what must be the council's main debate chamber. Inside the main chamber you can see rows of tiered stone benches sort of in a semicircle around a central podium, kind of like an amphitheatre. Um, and you can see the roof is held up with beautifully painted red columns detailed with gold all the way up. You head in here with the three of them and you are met after a few moments by three councillors you recognize again their official robes you see one older hobgoblin man with graying hair and a very strict look on his face you pandora will recognize councillor adamos who your older sister persephone works for um, he's a human man in his mid-50s with sort of sandy swept back hair uh, his demeanor, like, authoritative, a little cold, but there's something like super alluring and charismatic about it. <laughs> and, almost messing him, Councillor Galon, dark green skin, quite tall for a goblin, <laughs> very friendly look on his face as he introduces himself and offers a handshake. Handshakes all round. Handshakes all round. Polite bowing. Yes. Obviously we'll let the... Yeah. Um, yeah. The lords, the lords go first. Yeah. yeah, we're just here to be respectful. Do we have the hobgoblin's name? Yes, so the, the three councillors introduce themselves as the hobgoblin, count, high councillor, Agrios Arkud. High councillor, high councillor, You know that there are three high councillors in the city. Mm -hmm. um, they have, like, the overall say on everything that happens in the city, and there's three of them so that the balance is never, like, one, like, one way or the other. It's never like a split. A split. split. Yeah. Um, Councillor Adamos, Councillor Elo Adamos, and Councillor Galon is the goblin. The three of them introduce themselves. Adamos does most of the speaking. I trust that everybody's journey over here was good. And I trust that these three, some of our finest students from Delphos Academy, have been looking after you so far. We've been trying. I have it on good authority that, Durasi, you're doing exceptionally well. <laughs> Flush. <laughs> it's true. We're just waiting a moment for our aides and then we can give you, my lords, a tour of our building, if the three of you wouldn't mind waiting. Of course not. <laughs> it's not long before another figure joins you. And Pandora, you immediately recognize this figure 
as Roycius Kyriak, your sister's fiance. <laughs> Royce is wearing a simple clamis and a cowrie shell choker necklace. He is tall with short, neat, dark hair and pale skin, uh, like blue, almost purplish eyes, noble features, um, clearly an elf. He stands very slightly hunched because he's so tall, like a little bit like he's used to cowering slightly. Oh! But he walks right over and he's like, <sighs> so if you see him waving and not wanting to be unprofessional, yeah, but like. like... <laughs> <laughs> right, counselors, my lords, the others are ready for you. And then you see Arkudla come this way and beckons the lords through into the main de debate chamber. And you're left out here with Royce as the door is shut and they go in there to discuss. As soon as the door's shut, Pandora like flings herself at him. <laughs> he like, hugs him so oh, tight. He hugs her back. Royce! How are you doing? Congratulations! <laughs> oh my gosh, Persephone, you're all to me! Oh! <laughs> this, guys, this is Royce. Hi. He's Hi. Persephone's fiance. And this is these are my friends from Delphos. This is Icarus and this is Mace. Hi, nice, nice to meet you. So, the three of you are showing around the Lords of Oshima. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. It's been a pretty big deal here too. Everybody's been talking about it for weeks. Yeah. So what exactly are they here for? Like, what are they here to discuss? They're here to discuss some kind of trade bargain or deal. Something that they just couldn't sort out back and forth with letters. That makes and sense. It's, it's not common though. I mean, we don't get political visits that often, especially not from that far away. No. But it cuts out the middleman. Well, I know that they used to come every now and then because my grandfather um, accompanied the Lord. Oh, really? Yeah, that's how we had friends in Aaron. Huh. Yeah, I mean, uh, Adamas told me the last time was maybe 15 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then sometime before that, but it's not very often at all now. It's got to be a pretty important trade deal if they come here to do it rather than just do it by correspondence. Yeah, I think the waters between here and Bishima are kind of piratey. Oh, really? Yeah, as far as I know. Oh. As far as I know, too. Yeah, yeah they can be a bit dangerous. Which means it's dangerous for them to even make the crossing. It's mm -hmm. got to be a big deal. Wow. And perhaps a little bit fuzzy on whose bit of ocean is whose. Oh. <laughs> do you... Do you like the building? I'm assuming it's probably your first time in here. Yeah. It's so nice and cool in here. It really is. I just want to live here. It's like pleasant. So that, above and below the rooms, they've got this this really, really interesting like series of arcane ducts. Okay. And they maintain a constant flow of like ice cold water around the rooms. And so the air comes in and the water chills the air. And it keeps it cold inside all the time. Wow. We have fancy aircon. <laughs> no, you have real Greek aircon. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, except Hell obviously yeah. that wasn't arcane, that was just ch channeled in from rivers. Greece! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that keeps it cold in here all the time. That's so clever. That's so, oh, that's I mean, so clever! Consider a career in politics, I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> just, just for the just cold, cold. Yeah. more than anything. You're sick of the heat. I hate how hot it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got just these rooms at the side that's... Um, Leonidas' office, that's Adamas' office, and he names off two other counselors who are in the others. So what does Adamas uh, do, like, what's his sector? Uh, he deals with a lot of logistics stuff, um, a lot of the naval stuff. Oh, the naval stuff, okay. I guess he would have been involved in planning their passage 
here in a, in some sense. Yeah, I think that's why he's you know there's there's a ton of counselors, but yeah, these three were involved with setting up this meeting and all that. Mm-hmm. Are they the sort of main counselors that the Lord will be seeing? Yes. Um, I think a few more will be in there. They're going to have that big meeting tomorrow morning. Yes. But do these three always operate out of this building, or do they are they based elsewhere in the city? Ah, uh, there's a few different offices. I mean, the high councillors. So it points out three of the rooms. Those are the high councillors' offices, and they basically always operate in this building. Um, the others, there's you know, it's all in this area, but there's a bunch of offices mm-hmm. done around. Mm-hmm. Pandora's just sort of trying not to be selfish about it, just like... Don't suppose Sophie's here, is she? <sighs> not here, unfortunately. That's okay. Oh, if we'd known you were coming, we might have tried to play it the other way around so she could see you, but no, she's handling all of Adamos's work while he's doing this. Oh, so you were looking after Adamos yes. for the trip? Yes, and then she is looking after his work. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's so good to see you. I haven't seen you for so long. I know, you've grown up. No, no big deal. I'm just excited for your engagement party and for your wedding. I know. You finally asked her. Finally. <laughs> it's only it's only been a couple of years. Yeah, but you were meant to be like the two of you are together. It's like the most secret sweet thing you've ever seen. Well, congratulations. Yeah, congrats. Thank you. Um, I actually I need to be getting in there, but I will be back out shortly. <laughs> And I will see you again in the next few days, definitely. Okay. We'll just be here. Yeah. Uh, he heads into the room that he pointed out as Adamus is like makeshift office here. No being easy, Chris. Before I forget, let me give you the other high councillor's names so that I don't completely forget to ever mention that. Yes. Um, so it's High Councillor Arkud, A R K U D. Um. High Councillor Leonida and High Councillor Hammond, who I don't know if you got that name before. H A M O N. So Leonida was at the mall. Yes. Were either of the others at the mall? Uh, not that you know of, because okay. there were just councillors at the mall. But like we wouldn't have recognised, say, Arkud from the mall. Uh, no, he wasn't there. Okay. Have we got like a minute then? You do indeed have time for yourself. Okay, so is it? It's not just me. Those are the names from what we were talking about with Alexis and the Kandu stuff. They're the they're the lords. That, uh, they're the counselors that turn a blind eye to all of this crime syndicate. Whoa, well, what do you want to do? Like we're we're on a job right now. Yeah, I know. But if if Adamus is going to be like hanging out with the lords while we're hanging out with the lords, we can keep an eye on him and just kind of see what we can pick up. Guys, we're doing this by the book. Yeah, but we can still listen to things. I got ears. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> and I don't know, like, I, I know this is stuff that we've heard, but like, it, it feels kind of personal now because like he's Persephone and Royce's boss. So that means you should get away with things? I no, but like, I don't know. This is it's just making it more complicated. I just don't think this is the time to. Okay, it was just a note. No, just, no, no, no. It's good to remember, but... There's a lot happening right now. Mate. Yes. Can you make me a wisdom save? Oh. Oh, oh no. Oh. Oh, no. Mace. <laughs> Mace. <laughs> <laughs> Eight. Eight. <laughs> you cannot. Oh, no. 
No! <laughs> you feel just like twinge and a twitch and like a slight sort of reverberation in your head. It feels a little bit, not like, not completely like being charmed, but like something trying to take control. Do we notice this? Uh, make a perception check. Hello. Eleven. Perception. Perceive. Thirteen. Thirteen. You both see May's twitch. Mm. <laughs> you go gold. Yeah, something like that. You just feel this gripping at your mind slightly, and you get the impression that it's Daichi, sort of pushing you to do something. You still have control for now. For now? Mm. Fear. Mm. Like, do you think we can just convince the school to put something like this into effect? Because this would be a game changer. Do you know how hard it is to concentrate without how hot it gets in there sometimes? I mean, if you're susceptible to that kind of thing, like, I don't find it so bad. <laughs> Pandora, you're probably finding this a little bit chilly. Yes. Kind of cold in here. Oh, it's really nice. Can I like? Is, you said there was like an open area. Where yeah, like it was just the open. Yeah, so it's like a, a rectangular roof. space, and the roof overhangs and puts shade over the benches. I'm gonna go stand in the sun. Yeah, in the middle where the fountains and stuff are. You can just go stand. stand yeah, past. I'm gonna go and warm up a bit. <laughs> do, you, do we? Do you think her, her dad is like lizard folk? I don't know. Like, I know she said that her mom's a tiefling. I don't know what she said about her dad. No, she hasn't said anything. He, he might be a lizard folk. Would she, <laughs> would she not be scaly then? I don't know. This, hmm. Like You've put questions in my mind, Icarus. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Let her enjoy the sunshine. Yeah, I'm, I'm not stopping her. I'm just enjoys the sunshine. <laughs> Lizard Go take a swim in the vents. <laughs> Don't tell me. <laughs> okay, unless you're doing anything else, like it's a brief amount of time passes, ten minutes or so, and finally you hear the large door at the end opening again, and the lords and the councillors coming back out. Whatever they've discussed in there, they all seem quite jovial right now, apart from Sato, who's still just stony faced. Still hasn't said a word. When he was introduced to the councillors, uh, Toju introduced him. They return to you, and Machio is looking jolly as ever. He just walks right out and says, ah, Well, this has been pleasant, but I don't know about you two, but I really want to see our villa. Yes, of course, and I'm sure you would want to freshen up after your extensive journey. Yes, hate to be out of the sea. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, the weather's uh, not great. <laughs> we can we can take you there. Fantastic. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. And then we can take you get some food if you'd like. I'm sure that will be <sighs> <laughs> acceptable. <laughs> we will lead them back out to the carriages then and to uh, to, to the, the villa. villa. Okay. As you go, you see Roy's at Adamus' side. Um, Give him a surreptitious little wave. <laughs> see him. He stood behind them and he's like... Stealth <laughs> <laughs> um, wave. You climb back into the carriage and you find yourselves once again 
sat opposite the three lords, with you in the middle, staring at Chris down like, <laughs> okay, so as we're going to your villa, you, <laughs> you said you'd given him exactly what he wanted. <laughs> Tour guide. Uh, make an insight check. Ooh. 16. You get the impression that he's he is enjoying your your tour guide spiel, but he's more enjoying the fact that Toji's getting really annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of want to um, not like study Toju, but I just sort of I'm gonna keep looking at him because it's like you're in charge of my city. I never see you, and this is really weird. <laughs> so you look at him. He just looks back at you. Looks you dead in the eye. And then gives you sort of a like a sort of half smile. Just kind of bow my head respectfully, looking out the window. Sato. Sato is staring right at you. Uh, oh. Mm. Uh, it's like paying no mind to the tour guide. No feel. Not even seemingly bothered by Machio, like leaning right over him and all the talking. <laughs> just, <laughs> this way. He's just been like dead eyeing you. When you turn, he's already looking at you. Uh. I was looking back. Just... My lord. He looks out the window then. Yeah! Mm-hmm. Good! <laughs> Our move! After an hour of travel by carriage, you arrive at the villa in the northwest corner of Erin. This is higher ground, like, sort of, most of Erin is in, like, the dip, and then this part slopes up, and the wall of Erin is at the top of the, of the hill, and outside of that, it's just like cliff face. Um, so yeah, you're right up high, and there are magnificent views out over the ocean from here. It's not an entirely dissimilar villa to that of Lord Krios that you were at just a few days ago, although it only has one story. It is once again horseshoe shaped, sprawling, and has its own gardens, which are walled in on all sides. Mm-hmm. The trees are clearly old enough to have grown taller than the walls, almost taller than the building itself. Plenty of greenery, water features through the gardens, and then as you enter the courtyard space of the horseshoe, you realize the whole stretch of courtyard is a reflective pool of water. Um, Looks reasonably deep, maybe even deep enough to swim in, and the villa itself is accessed by a series of stepping stones across this reflective sort of fountain pool. Around the edges of this, there are flower beds and more plants, which give privacy to the windows all around the, like the ground floor area. You get out of the carriage, you walk in, you see this magnificent courtyard. Machio, just looking quite delighted with the sight of this, hops rather spryly across all of the the different stepping stones. Um, Good choice, us. We chose this place for us. <laughs> the school's paying, it's fine. The council's paying, it's fine. Uh, and the other two lords follow. Toju looks slightly miffed to have to like climb stepping stone to stepping stone to get to the front of the villa properly. <laughs> Sato just glides. <laughs> I brought a hoverboard with him. Does it look like all their stuff arrived? Yes, yeah. the other carriage is, is here, and you do see a couple of attendants still unloading the last couple of boxes. Good god. Is the big chest already been put the away? The big chest? You don't see it out here. Okay. Why is it big? The stuff they've got with them, is it like trunks or suitcases? There's or like 
So there's, so obviously there's the huge chest that's big enough for people to be inside it. <laughs> don't like that description. <laughs> I don't know, like, it could probably fit a horse. Okay. okay. The, horse, the, horse, horse, the horse The horse A loafing horse. <laughs> Just trying to think how to describe how big it is. Uh, the box is as big as a loafing centaur. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and they've got quite a lot of, like, travelling trunks. And then quite a lot of crates. Okay. Like not not too many, not huge. Maybe like a couple of feet by a couple of feet. Um, it's a couple of these small crates that are being carried inside, like the last things off the top of the carriages. Okay. Inside, as you enter, the villa is attended by a number of Irani staff who obviously come with the rental. <laughs> <laughs> there are floor-to-ceiling windows on every available wall, and the windows are sort of opened on the shutters allowing a sea breeze to drift through, which is keeping the villa cool. It's not cooled quite with an arcane air conditioning system, <laughs> but uh, there are long sheer drapes hanging down to cover the windows at night, and these are just like billowing in the breeze. Oh, aesthetic. A vibe. Aesthetic. Well, welcome to your home for the next few days. Thank you. Oh, I do love the architecture here in Erin. We hope everything is satisfactory for you. You three are doing wonderfully. We'll be sure to sing your praises. <laughs> Very generous of you. Take some time to freshen up and uh, just take a rest if you need to, and then yes, we'll, we'll continue with the rest of the tour and the things that we have planned for you this afternoon. Amazing. Well, we'll send one of our aides to give you a knock on the door when we're ready to go. Of course. Of course. Right, where are we sleeping? <laughs> <laughs> and the three lords are led down to the right side of the horseshoe. So like the large part at the end of the garden, like the curve of the horseshoe, mm -hmm. I guess, is there's like reclining rooms, like a dining hall, and then there's like bedrooms on both sides of the curve. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they go down to the right side, you are sent down to the left side. And down here you see that the very large trunk is deposited in a room across the hall from where the three of you are going to be sleeping. Um, you can see the doors are slightly ajar, you can see the trunk right in the middle of the room and other bits of luggage around. A large decorative hall, maybe used for like dancing or entertaining, but now just for storage. As you're peeking in, an attendant just closes the doors. I guess they don't like to have their luggage in the same room, is that the thing? Uh, I don't know. I guess they'll just come get what they need. Yeah, I guess it depends what's in some of those really want to know where that box is holding. Did, like, do you know like what that is? Like, is that like, no is it a custom to bring a gift or something? Would I know if they normally bring gifts? They, they likely would have brought a small gift. Like, they don't want to bring a huge token of appreciation. Yeah. And then the council feel bad that they haven't got something just to yeah. return. And then so, the trade deal goes really bad and it's mm, all sour. Yeah, so they probably, they probably brought something small yeah. um, and definitely not that. I mean, they probably brought like some small token of appreciation. Hmm. Is there anything like on the crate? Like, is it sort of ornately decorated with certain animals or symbols or anything? The, the large trunk was definitely ornately decorated. You haven't been able to see it close enough yet to get any other idea. Mm -hmm. So, should we go and see what our rooms are like? Yes. <gasps> what are the beds going to be like? Are they going to be like what, like what they were at Creos' place? Okay, stay cool, but let's go real quick. Let's I want to go to bed. <laughs> find our rooms. So across the hall from this large room where the trunk is being stored now, there are three doors, and each of you has a bedroom. <gasps> they are 
probably even bigger than the bedrooms were at Creos's that you were standing in because he had more rooms crammed into the same sort of space. Mm -hmm. They're sort of large marble floors, murals on the wall, mm -hmm. each of you with not even a single bed, probably a, like close to a double bed each, <laughs> because this is a guest villa expected to be attended by like a bunch of upper class people. Upper class today. <laughs> you each have a window like open to the inner courtyard. Mm -hmm. So you've got the window open to like this row of beautiful plants and then the, you can see the water feature beyond that and the stepping stones. Um, and then between your rooms there is a door. <gasps> so each of your rooms has like a door connecting the three of them. God, we do that thing that families do on holidays, <laughs> just like looking into each other. <laughs> 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 just have them open and be like, yeah, one big room, one huge room. And we can like run from one. Chris has the zoomies. Because it's marble floor, like, would he, like, if he got like <gasps> wet down his front, would he be like streamlined, like a seal? Uh, to be fair, because it's marble floor, it's floor is like on the floor anyway, like, it's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to all of the cool locations for Icarus, apparently. Finally. Mm -hmm. So, let's for the sake of ease, Pandora's room, Icarus in the middle, and Mouse at the end. Both doors open. Hi! <laughs> so, towards which end of the corridor is the trunk room? Is it like closest to Maze's room, I suppose? Opposite Icarus's. Okay, so in the middle of that. Yeah, corridor. so the trunk, so like these three bedrooms on this side, mm -hmm. and then opposite, the trunk room is big enough that it takes up the space of three oh, bedrooms. Oh, good God. On the other side of the hall. Oh, much luggage. Yeah. But there's, it's vast and there's not that much in there by comparison to the size of the room. Um, poor use of space. Mm. But they don't need it, so yeah. yeah. They can, so they will. You have about 20 minutes before you're expected to take the Lords out on their first activity of the day, which is the Asylo Bathhouse. Ooh! Is there anything you'd like to do here? Should we regroup and discuss. I'm going to have Study. a private ghost conversation. Oh, okay. okay. Just when I get into my room and... While we're mucking about with while, Yeah, while these two are mucking about, I'm just going to very quickly, like I have no... I'm just going to sort of be like... I don't even know if you can even hear me or anything, but... Listen, I, it's not that I don't intend to do anything. It just has to be done the right way. Please trust me that I can be subtle. Make a wisdom saving throw. Ah! Oh! <laughs> Dutch just says, get out! <laughs> Dutch just slaps him in the face. Know. 20. 20. Oh, okay. You feel that strange like grip on your mind recede <laughs> a little bit? Thank you. I'll do something, okay? Rooms. We probably shouldn't do that. I mean, we probably shouldn't, but we could if we want. We can. We can have one big room. Ah. <laughs> I'm not considering your proposition. I'm thinking about something else. But are there like private bathrooms in each room, like on suites? No. Okay. No, there will be. There's like one bathroom for each like end of the horseshoe, basically. Okay. okay. Not quite that fancy for en suites yet. But we all go to a bathhouse, so. Yes. It's just not a thing that they have in, in Erin, no. en suite bathrooms. <laughs> Sharing is caring. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so you've regrouped in Maze's doorway. I'm going to do a little bit of studying while we're here. 
Okay. Yeah. Probably yeah. get some books out as well. Uh, you would know that shortly after this trip ends, all three of you uh, are taking your first exam together, your first written exam, the psychology of body language. That's in the morning on the 8th of Neverin. Yep. <laughs> so to be the nerd that she is, Pandora's going to say, so, like, in line with what we've been learning in psychology of body language, what do we think about each of the lords? Given the body language that they have been displaying. Oh, can we make a retroactive insight check? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah! I think this is good revision. For each, or? I'll do a group one and sort of play with it. 24. Uh, what is it, sorry? Insight. In, sorry. 19. Um... 24. Okay, nice. Um, that rounds up to over 20, so you you feel there's like nothing secretive whatsoever with Machio. The way he holds himself open, the way he's expressive, he looks you right in the eye. His body language says that everything he's saying on the surface, he means. He's um, just Uncle Iroh. <laughs> he's a big friendly man. Love him. Um, and he he's just a nice person to be around and he gives off this atmosphere with the fact that he's not you know his shoulders are back his arms are often open and expressive i get a good feeling from him yeah he seems really nice he's um i don't know what uh like what's the word yeah what, what region? like province region he's from yeah so he is from the kusai region mm -hmm. which is like at the bottom of the mountains in Vishima, mm -hmm. that's the big stretch of farmland, and he governs most of the farmland. Yeah, he's... and I'd say roll a history check as well. Ooh, history. Uh, sixteen. Sixteen. You would know him to be so Lord Azawa Majio. You know him to be quite beloved by the people in his area. Um, you know that these lords like govern pieces of, like stretches of land in Vishima, and simply as landowners that makes them lords and that gives them power mm -hmm. rather than there being an elected government like there is mm -hmm. in Erin. Um, so he's quite beloved by his people. He sort of deals with the coming and going harvest every year, making sure there's food for the whole island. Um, and he works with his citizens in the farm fields and he's very in touch with them. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'll relay that to these guys like, yeah, Mitchell's he's kind of known around the island for just being a people person, he's part of the agriculture district, so he just works with everyone. That's nice. I bet he's really strong then. Yeah. Yeah. He has got one of those bodies where you could realize like, oh, he clearly loves to eat, but that's pure muscle, and he eats for the muscle of working in fields mm -hmm. all day long. He's Uncle Larry. After prison. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, amazing. Taoju. Um, I won't make you roll again because you've got such a high inside check. He is clearly a serious person who's doing his utmost to like treat this whole visit with complete professionalism. There's something slightly nervous about him under the serious demeanor. Um, he's obviously a little bit endeared to Michio by the fact that you caught him like trying not mm -hmm. to smile, rolling his eyes a little bit. Um, but there's none of that sort of jovialness with Sato from everything you've seen so far. He is like straight laced, sort of stood up straight, maybe even a little nervous of him. 
Okay. Mm. And it sort of would make sense that he's a little bit in his head about things anyway, because he does have the biggest sort of yeah, he kind of stuff to deal with. He's the equivalent of a high councillor. So yeah. he's like the high lord of Vishima. Yeah. Because he controls the city and it's like as you know the, the only city on the small island of Vishima, whereas everything else is small villages. Mm-hmm. Um with Sasso, did it seem like he was actually would taking in whatever that was being said to him or was um, he just not engaging whatsoever in any conversation even with your insight check you can't tell okay uh he was silent his eyes were often drifting around between you but whether that was him listening or just like judging trying to yeah. judge based on what was going Facial on facial expression yeah judging. um mm. he stayed stony faced the whole time but not like miserably so, he doesn't look angry, just kind of like trying to stay neutral. What do I know about his area? So I'll go through the other two. You know that Toju is of course the lord of Tominar City um, and in control of industry in general Mm -hmm. and all of the coast and like the fishing and so Mm -hmm. so on that happens in Mishima. Um, And you know that he's a very busy man. In fact, the fact he's here at all is quite Shocking. Yeah. The fact he's left Tommy Nardo to come on a political wow. trip. Um, and you know that Lord Kosuki Sato, his region is in the mountains. Uh, it controls mining in the mountains in Vishima. They mine a lot of iron ore and they grow a lot of tea. Huh. Um, and the Sato family is like, they've been in control of that region for as long as Vishima has been Vishima. Uh, I guess if they own the land, yeah, <laughs> they keep making heirs. But whereas, like, say, Machio's is probably passed down through marriage, different names have taken over. It's always been Sato. Like the name, it's probably it must have gone like male heir to male heir, keeping the surname potent, <laughs> potent family line, fertile. <laughs> and you also noticed of of Sato that when he arrived, he was rejoined by his aide um, with the golden hand who's still carrying the glaive around and they disappeared down the right side of the horseshoe almost immediately. Okay. What sort of a vibe do we get off him? He's a little strange. <laughs> you need you haven't spent much time with him because you no. left him in the docks <laughs> but um, that that's a wide-eyed expression is quite fixed on his face. Huh. Maybe like a deer in headlights or maybe like he's just like Transfixed. Really Dairy man. Does he feel like he'd be open to a high five? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, you that's, sure try. That's a risk that you have to take, my dude. <laughs> we'll have take to see it. what happens. Okay. So you say that Toju is like the highest out of these three? Yeah, so Toju is the lord of the city that I'm from, mm-hmm. which is the only city on the island. Oh, okay. And then I guess he handles all the sort of discussions with Kashima, our sister island. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, Michio and Sato just have their land that they own. Right, okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Is it just me or did Toji seem a little tense? Nervous. Yeah. 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 I guess that's kind of to be expected of his position, but. I don't know. It's a weird kind of nerve. Mm. A new place, you know? I suppose. And it's not like, how did you feel when you came here? 
bigger yeah. city, bigger place, lots I'm of people. Kind of nervous, I guess. Yeah. Or just maybe he got seasick. Maybe. Now you did learn from Daichi when you spoke to him in the ethereal plane mm -hmm. that the thugs that attacked his father's store worked for Sato, mm -hmm. um, and that that was like an intimidating thing. He had these thugs who were outside of the law doing whatever he wanted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, understandable why he's... Yeah. Yeah, and it's weird. Obviously, sometimes the Lords have sort of shifted families by marriage and heirs and whatnot. Sato's always a of the Sato line. Hmm. Supposed to keep in power in the family. I guess so, but it's kind of like it's always been a male heir. Always been a male heir, and it's always him. Hmm. I guess if there's you know some shady dealings going on, one family's gonna wanna have that kind of power over a whole I region. I suppose it's just strange that the lord of a like remote mountain region has that kind of power over the lord of the only city. Okay. Like the high councillor equivalent. Do you think he'd prefer to be the lord of the city? Because he'd have more room to manipulate people, I guess, maybe? No, there was never any kind of tension between the regions when I was growing up. And my grandfather didn't talk about his time as a guard much, but I feel like he would have mentioned something like that. Mm. Yeah, people change, things change, you know? But, I don't know, I'm just speculating. Before you can carry on talking, there's a knock at the door. Which door? Uh, <laughs> conveniently, the room that you're in. <laughs> uh, you open it to the edge and with oh. the painted face. Uh, She's now removed the paint from her face, having arrived. Um, but she knocks and she's like, Hi. The oh. lords are requesting your presence again so they can go out? Of course. Of course. We'll be right there. Thank you. It's pretty hard with this voice. <laughs> Struggle. Oh, God. <laughs> we will get our whatever we need together and, and we, off we, we go. Dare. Be present. Okay, you get your belongings together and you head on out back to the main part of the building where the lords are waiting and Mashio expresses his excitement to visit an Irani bathhouse. I'm sorry to keep you waiting. We can get going right away. That's okay. Uh, back across the Seven Stones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got almost a childlike delight as he sort of walks back across them. Uh, and you pile back into the carriage, and there is a second carriage behind it now for the aides. Okay. You see um, the aide with the golden hand, who you will learn through conversation at some point. His name is Miko. Um, and then show the Aegonati and Jiro behind that, who has seen you. Okay, we've clocked each other. Yeah, he sees you now. What's his face doing? What is this? Completely stoic. There's like a, there's obviously recognition in his eyes, but there's no like happiness. There's not like a complete absence of happiness. He's not unhappy. No, to no, he's just very guarded. Yeah, very guarded. To be fair, equally guarded expression. Like I think we we both have that cultural thing of like we're here on a job. <laughs> <laughs> but 
So those three make their way to the carriage behind yours, and the nine of you now <laughs> make your way to the Asylo bathhouse around midday. This is the largest bathhouse in Erin, but also the most exclusive. None of the three of you would have been able to attend this one before. You couldn't, in fact, without having important people in tow. We just like put on the itinerary all the places that we wanted to I'll go. List. <laughs> you would know from planning out this activity that even when someone has a membership to the asylum bathhouse, only a certain number of people are permitted into the communal pools at once. So you might get there even with your expensive membership and be turned away. Wow. The exterior is not dissimilar to the ruined bathhouse you passed through when you escaped from the smuggler's den, although still in its absolute glory, the sandy stone in perfect condition. On arrival, you see this wide, resplendent building in front of you, a structure of light sandstone. Uh, it's held up by 12 tall ionic columns out the front. The floor of the entrance, as you step inside with the lords, exquisitely depicts frolicking mermaids in intricate blue and green mosaics. <laughs> is this building air conditioned as well? This building is most certainly air conditioned. Pandora, oh <laughs> you just feel a slight chill for you. <laughs> as you enter, you enter this like huge lobby with this beautiful um, mosaic mosaic floor. There's an androgynous harp player in one corner, just softly plucking away, playing music, and it echoes like through the chambers of this room. A light stone concierge desk stands in the middle of the entrance hall and it's manned by two uniformed members of staff. Icarus, you immediately recognize, working at the front desk, a fellow Virtus student. Hey! <laughs> Arachne is a third year like you. A female elf, around five foot eight, slender but toned, long white hair pulled back into a bun at the top and then long down her back with a sort of blunt fringe. She has suntan skin from being here in the sun in Erin, uh, dark blue eyes, and is wearing the bathhouse uniform, which is basically a simple white robe, but with like gold embellishments over it. She sees you coming, and like just cocks her head slightly, and the smile plastered on her face is a little, little bit itchy. Oh! <laughs> oh no. Hi. Hi, Icarus. How are you doing, Arachne? You do know each other? Uh, yeah, Arachne's in my ears. Oh! Hi, nice to meet you. Incredibly talented. Nice to meet you. Oh, uh, this is Pandora and Mace. I know. And these are the Lords of Vishima. And these are the Lords of the Vishima that we are. <laughs> you see that she's like, straightens up a little bit. It's like, we should check them in. And the other attendant sort of starts flipping through lodger, like, ledgers. Ledgers, <laughs> lodgers. <laughs> the other attendant starts flipping through ledgers and starts signing the six of you, nine of you in. Um, and there's a couple of other attendants who come forward and just start, like, asking what they want to do while they're at the bathhouse. And whilst this is happening, Arachne just kind of leans on her hand and looks at the three of you. So how'd you get this job? Oh, I've been working here for quite a while. Well, that's great. Yeah, it's a good job. Very plush. Pretty plush. Did you get to use the bathhouse? It's pretty prestigious. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I get to use the bathhouse. <clears throat> that's awesome. So, have three of you been up to much else besides this? 
Plenty. Exam time. Yeah, been really busy. Yeah? Not getting into any trouble, I hope. Oh. No. What makes you say that? Oh, nothing. <laughs> what sort of vibe do we have? <laughs> Make an insight check. Can I? Make an insight check as well. Sure. Eight. Uh, Twelve on dice, so seventeen. Seventeen. Pandora, you don't know her at all enough to get a judge on whether she's just like this or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, Icarus, you get the impression that, like, you know that she's quite popular in Virtus. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not looking down on you. She thinks you're, like, nice enough. Uh, she's got this kind of demeanor about her that you know after three years to mean that like perhaps she knows something about you that she's not sharing but is kind of willing to hold over you oh what bitch (laughs) so what have you heard nothing as if you don't hear anything everyone comes and talks to you about stuff right maybe heard a thing or two but it doesn't matter Come on, you can share it with us. <laughs> but I am, I'm actually working right now, so. Oh, so are we, but they're uh, all busy over there for a second. Oh, just look at the look at the time. <laughs> Check the sundial. <laughs> 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 Maybe we can talk about it some other time. Yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> yeah, we should go, Icarus. We have stuff to be doing. Narrows eyes at her. <laughs> Yeah, we're on a very important job. Yeah, definitely. We'll catch you later. Catch you later. This is the way. That was weird. She knows something. Uncomfortable. Don't know what, but I know it. I know that face. <laughs> you know that tone. It's the face she pulls when she thinks she knows something about you that she can use. Oh, I mean this. Something pretty big, which she might know about. Mm. I don't know how she could know about it, but it's pretty big. Yeah. How could she know about it? She probably doesn't. Just chill out. Wait. <sighs> Try to chill out. <laughs> you would know from researching this place that some pretty big names do come through here. Mm. Mostly rich people. Gross. Gross. Is that you? Gross. <laughs> Yes, we go through. Yeah. Are, are we allowed? Are we like on the side of the bath, or are we allowed to like have the bath? <laughs> well, <laughs> so you continue deeper into the asylum bathhouse. Various archways and heavy wooden doors lead through to several baths and pools within the complex. Many of these contain thermal water. Uh, you can see it's thermal water. It's like pale green in colour. Smells beautiful from salts and herbs they've put in it and it's covered with a thin layer of steam that just sort of simmers on the surface. Um, And you would understand from the bathhouse that you escaped through (laughs) previously that this is like pumped up from underground. Um, And it's said to have healing properties, relaxation properties. As you walk through, the attendants that are leading you to the correct place are explaining that some of the baths are communal here. Although there's a cap of like a certain number of people who are allowed to like rest in them at any one time. One pool is known as the Frigidarium and it contains water kept cold by arcane means. One of the attendants turns around and says, 
We suggest that you jump from one of the hot baths into the ice bath and that does wonders for the circulation, for the skin, for your overall health and then back in the hot bath when you're too cold. I'm gonna skip that one if we get to go in the bath. Oh, you <laughs> As you say that, Machio's like, no, no, we have to. <laughs> we must do like the locals. <laughs> um, it's also explained to you that on the upper level of this building, there's a number of treatment rooms where patrons here can receive massages, skin treatments, healing assistance from clerics. There's a number of clerics posted here permanently. Um, I'm just saying, you should get Sassy a job here. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> the whole building has like a calm and peaceful and relaxing atmosphere. And the harp player's music, you're not sure if there's more than one, or whether it's just the one in the lobby, but it seems to echo beautifully through every corridor, just like the distant strings of the harp playing. You guys were at the spa! <laughs> you're at the Erin Fantasy Spa. Ah! <laughs> spa day! Spa day! Don't wish that was me. <laughs> There are, of course, private changing areas, wooden lockers to store your belongings in. You are led through to these by the attendant. Um, like all nine of you left in these rooms and then they gesture you through to where you could enter the bathhouse and sort of, they leave you with white linen robes and wicker sandals. And there's a table with water infused with minted cucumber. What? <laughs> <laughs> and they give you a respectful bow of the head and say that if you need anything, they'll be waiting. You notice that despite the seeming privacy of being in this exclusive place, the eyes of the attendants are like, you can always feel them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> watching. <laughs> I'm going to try and steal one of these robes when we leave. Absolutely. <laughs> and the and slippers. <laughs> Illegal. <laughs> it's probably got a tag in the back, this is 900 gold, if you want to take this home. I feel like Michio would just be like, yeah, yeah, I said it's cool. <laughs> Not my tag. Uh, Toju and Michio just start de-robing immediately out of their kimonos and changing into their white swimming robes. Uh, just, they just got off the boat and they just like... <laughs> Back in. <laughs> um, Sato, you see, moves down the far end of the room with Miko, his aide, and you see for the first time, he leans in to Miko's ear and says something quietly. Listen. Uh, make a perception check. I listened with my ears. <laughs> what so. else? <laughs> Your tongue? 24. 24. You catch the sounds of it. You don't recognise the language. Um, I'm just very, like, schooled listening and sort mm -hmm. of... <laughs> There's, like, muttered words from him to Miko in a language you don't recognise. And then Miko turning his head and replying, again in a language you don't recognise. Mm -mm. Keep that in the noggin for later to tell these two. <laughs> and so I'm assuming you change. Yes. Yeah, the other, are the other aides like getting... Uh, the show most well? certainly just drops her ceremonial oh, robes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's them slide right off her shoulders. Ooh. Catches you looking and winks. I'm looking respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> Respectfully or respectfully away? Oh! <laughs> Icarus is confused. <laughs> He's looking respectfully. Um, she slides into the white linen robe, slips on the sandals, and then just heads on through to the bathhouse. 
I guess. Yeah, I guess we yeah. we strip and F find a a private changing cubicle and do that. No, no, it's just one room. Oh, I thought you said there was like private changing. It's, it's the private changing room away from the baths. Oh. Oh, Pandora. Mm. You have to do this in front of people. Pandora turns away from everyone. And is like very tail like flicking nose. <laughs> yeah, stand in front of Pandora. Oh. Like, we're back to you. So. Oh, you soft. Doing the panty twist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just in the way between you and the other people that you don't know. Yeah, just like very quickly getting into this robe. Most just strips. Yeah, very yeah. strips. Uh, make a group perception roll. Boy, bad today. 11. 17. Perception? Yeah. 20. Dirty 20. A. Glad someone's paying attention. Because I'm not facing you, I'm just like, what's going on elsewhere? Okay, anywhere in the time Pandora. Because you're all just like kind of watching the Lords a bit too, um, you too notice Pandora's changing. <laughs> that Machio goes through to the bathhouse like shortly after show, and then Toju sort of like side eyes. Sato realizes Machio is gone and hurries up to Machio. Huh. Hmm. Spooked. So from there you can go through if you want to or you can linger. They pack all of their like what they've taken off into the lockers, into the wooden lockers. Oh, stuff in the little locker as well. Yeah. Are the So Michio and Toju have gone out. Yeah. The show has gone out. Yeah. Are the others still in here or have they uh Jiro has gone through without changing. Okay. So isn't changing to like take the bait in the bath. Huh. Um, and Sato is now changing, but sort of gives a glimpse at the three of you like get out. Okay. <laughs> we get out. We get out. get out. And as you get out, you hear more murmuring of that language that, like you guys will just hear like the slight yeah. voices, but you will understand that no, you're it's hearing a language that I don't yeah. understand. Just very, like, surreptitiously lean over to these two and say, doesn't seem to speak common. Who? Sato. Why did you say that? I was listening to them and I don't, I don't understand the language. What does it sound like? What does it sound like? So it sounds kind of, so it sounds kind of like common but deeper and the words it's like you're listening to your own language like jumbled up. Huh, okay. Um, so it's like you're almost recognizing words, but they've been through a food processor and none of them make sense. Pig oh, Latin. Oh God, he's speaking uh, Pig Latin. <laughs> and like all of the consonants are like harder and slightly yeah. deeper. Ixnay on the old sleigh. Um, it's just, I don't know. It just sounds like words put in the wrong order. Huh. I don't know, it's, Hard to describe, but I guess we'll listen out. I guess we'll and listen see out. if any of either of us recognize it. I mean, yeah. It makes sense if he he hasn't spoken, so No, that makes sense. Hmm. Maybe he just yeah, maybe he just doesn't speak common. Maybe he just needs a translator. I guess. Seems a bit strange. I thought that like most people knew common, but Same. I guess not. Oh well. Oh well. What's goes from? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You head out into, this is like the largest of the communal baths and it is mostly empty. There are a few other like patrons down one end um, and then there's Muchio leaning on the side, very looking very pleased with himself. Um, 
like robes now off and laying at the side of the pool, and Toju sat <laughs> not too close to him, but nearby, but near enough. Mm. And they kind of both look like they're genuinely now just relaxing in this thermal water. Mm. You see, Jiro is just stood politely by the side of one of the baths and is like is not indulging. Just to confirm, he's Michio's aide. Yes. Okay. And to- uh, Show is Toju's aide. Yeah. Okay. Show is just straight in the water. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, Queen. Same. <laughs> She's in, and then you see her like floating on the water, like clouds of hair <laughs> floating on the water too. Yes. Yep. Rogue and Sleepy's off in <laughs> in the water. Icarus straight in the water, <laughs> fronds out. <laughs> is it not too hot for you? Don't cook the fishy. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, it's water. Yeah. Whilst you're in here, is there anything you'd like to do? Just want to politely strike up a conversation with Michio and Toju. Okay. Is there anything in particular you ask Toju or say to him? Um, I will say that I'm from Tominada originally. Ooh. And that it's interest like it's I know how I, I know how much of a busy man you must be and it's just it's, it's just interesting to see you over here. Mm. Hasagawa, wasn't it? Yes, correct. Mm. Any relation to Nori Hasagawa? M- my grandfather. Mm. I remember him. He's one of your guard. Hmm. Made a particularly rude speech on his way out before quitting his job. Very disrespectful man. I... I know that he quit before I was born, but respectfully, that doesn't sound much like the man I know. And perhaps he's changed after 20 years. He does the gardens around the city now. Cucumber water. <laughs> <laughs> this is awkward. And the chair's like, oh, lighten up. <laughs> I must say, Lord Minshew, I'm actually familiar with your aid. Oh, you are? We. And, and don't, don't call me Lord Michio, Uncle Michio. Call me <laughs> Uncle Michio. All of you. Oh my god. <laughs> Please, I don't want any of that. Everybody back home calls me Uncle Michio, don't they, Jiro? He's like, <laughs> gives a nod. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, she just made me chuckle so much. I lost my train of thought. Uncle Michio. Uncle Michio. You were saying how you know Jiro. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes, Uncle Michio. He looks very pleased. Oh god. Um, it just feels wrong, it doesn't feel painful. We were we were childhood friends. Well, your friend is he's very good at his job. He could do with lightning up. He doesn't respond. Not lighten up, I'm guessing. <laughs> he doesn't lighten up, no. I just sort of lean in because I feel like this guy appreciates a bit of gossip. <laughs> but like, you didn't used to be this serious. Yeah, he's really super, he's really superstitious. 
He's, he was. He is. He still is. Okay. Um, he's been working for me maybe two years now. Uh, he trained very hard to join the city guard. I uh, picked him out myself. Interesting. Wonder when he moved. We'll have gotten into the bath in the least conspicuous way possible. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoying the heat. <laughs> but says to Maze, so when did you two last see each other? Um, I mean, I said goodbye before I left, mm -hmm. but that was it. Do you not want to come and join us, Jiro? <clears throat> you see for the first time his eyes sort of like slide off to the side. Oh. Almost like he'd like to speak to you, but something's keeping him from doing so. Oh. <laughs> Machio leans in and goes, he did mention knowing somebody in Aaron before we came over here. So I'm guessing that's you. Yeah. He mentioned knowing someone in Aaron, so I said, why not come along so we could work on the trade deals? You could maybe see your friend. Uptight. <laughs> it's been six years to be fair, so. <laughs> it must be quite an important trade deal if you've come all the way from Vishima just to discuss it. Well, yes, it is. You notice that he's like, this openness that he exudes, you can probably probe him with questions if you want to. If you don't mind me asking, what is, what is it you are hoping to trade? Well, and you would know this, Mates, but mm -hmm. Vishima is a very small island. And whilst I have a handle on the agriculture, I do a lot of farming in my region, we have an increasing population and we can't produce enough food. Um, and we don't want to... A lot of Vishima is wildland, full of nomadic tribes. We don't want to upset the balance with Melora and turn more land into farmland, when we're already such a small island. We don't want to encroach into their territory. So there's only so much food we can produce. So, one of the main reasons we need to come all this way for this is... He lowers his voice, but not enough. He lowers his voice like letting you know that he's telling you this in secret, but not really making a secret of it. A stage whisper. <laughs> yeah. And he tells you that one of the main reasons they need to come all this way was because the three of them didn't agree on what they should be offering Eren in return for this trade deal, which Eren will be frequently supplying food to the island. Oh. oh okay. What was your suggestion? Well, I thought manpower. We have an overpopulation, we can help people immigrate to the mainland, some manpower in Erin, help them find jobs, get food in return. We sort of meet halfway, balance the the problem. I'm sure you have plenty of skilled craftspeople who live in Vishima. Oh, plenty. In fact, the talent in Vishima is just wonderful. <laughs> but told you, gestures towards <laughs> it. <laughs> Stick in the mud. Edo doesn't want to do that. He doesn't want citizens of Vishima being sent to Eren. Honestly though, I don't think he knows what to suggest. <laughs> he always knows what he doesn't want, but he never knows what he wants. Can told you hear this? Yes. <laughs> you can see that he is staring. Yes. Is, and now have Sasa and Miko joined the bath yet? Uh, they have. They're not at this end of the bath. They're just like in their own little corner. Mm -hmm. 
being quiet and, and weird. Not, not entirely quiet. You notice that they're now talking to each other, okay. but it's like far enough down the bar that you can't like openly okay. hear their conversation. Can we hear what their like their language is? Like, if you really want to perceive, like if you're trying to ignore this conversation and listen mm. to that one, you try try not to be rude. Um, yeah. we'll have another opportunity. I'm mm. sure. And Toju is just like. His eyes were on Sato as he entered the bath, but with Michio saying this, is now like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I think you want this all to be over with quickly so we can get home, but I think we're not in any rush. We can take our time. We can extend our trip if we want to. Of course. Anything yeah. to work out, a fair deal for everyone. So Eren and Mishima both come out on top. Of course, it's a very important decision. Mm. You don't want to rush it. No. And perchance, is there any mention of the, the piracy problem? Not sure yet. Okay. Not sure. But yeah, I'm sure you, we would be happy to accommodate for you longer if you wanted to stay. I mean, you've got a lot of luggage with you, so you can stay as long as you need. Yeah. <laughs> is there? And there's exactly. plenty to see in Erin. There is. Mm. That luggage is Sado. He always brings far too much. <laughs> and Sado was thinking of offering, and then you see Toji go <clears throat> and interrupt there. You say, Michio, stop running your mouth. These students don't need to be told any of this. Why don't we keep the politics for the meeting tomorrow? Enjoy the baths. He's got a strict look on his face. We're just making conversation. We can leave you to it if you prefer. Hmm. Sure, it first wants to try the ice bath. Yes! And she was like, oh, I want to try it! <laughs> he goes to stand up and Toju is like, <clears throat> again, he's like, sits back into the water. Oh. Like, a bit grumpy. Mm-hmm. Toju, you can see, is kind of encouraging you to bugger off now. Mm. <laughs> you'll go to the ice baths. You're going to the ice baths? Okay. It's like down the end of this hall, so you have to like sort of swim down or get out and walk down past where Sato and Miko are sat. I'll swim underwater. I'll swim underwater. Okay, you get an eyeful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go past like... <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll swim past them to get to the other end. Okay. Yeah. Try and hear kind of what they're saying, maybe. You notice that Sato is like relaxing, but Miko's eyes are still... <laughs> oh, <laughs> no! <laughs> Wide. Watching you. Oh no! <laughs> Licks his lips. Oh. I'm underwater, mate. <laughs> I don't like that one uh. at all. Mm. Uh, uh, As no. you go past, and has like gone silent to watch you pass him by. Mm. Devil's letters. <laughs> Does he still smell like herbs, or is the bath smell? The bath is sort small? of yeah, okay. like getting rid of the smell of the herbs. Mm. <clears throat> Herbs. So they don't say anything while we. They don't say anything. As you pass, mate, it's make a whisper saying for Oh! Boy! 17. 17, okay. You can feel Daichi just like pummeling your mind, trying to get you to do something, talk to him, something, but you can just like shrug it off. <laughs> like, seriously? In a, in a bathhouse while he did out? <laughs> <laughs> Daichi, tell me please! Like you, you, you don't hear anything from him in terms of words, but you get the impression that it's just like, talk to him! <laughs> Have a conversation with him! <clears throat> you pass by to the ice baths. It is raised up, like stone raised up out of the ground, 
and this one steps up and you're, you're feeling hot, like your skin is hot from the hot bath you were just in and the ice bath just simmering, sliver, <laughs> go straight in. Yeah. You just feel this flush of like freezing cold water <gasps> covering your whole body. Yes. Yeah. You in? In. It feels like for a moment, like horrifyingly cold, and then as your body temperature just adjusts from being too hot, just blissful. Uh, okay. Oh, like very unwillingly jumping after them. Make a wisdom saving throw. Um. Excuse me. Pardon. <laughs> Um, what even is my saving throw? 24? 24, okay. You feel a flash in your mind of like, ice bad, but you're fine. Ooh. Huh. And then you feel like this pleasantness as your body temperature adjusts and that it's actually really nice being in the icy water. Did not like that. <laughs> this is the best! This is nice. This is ice. Ice. <laughs> you good? Do you want to get out again? Yeah. Come on, you little lizard. <laughs> Straight back in the thermal pool, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you just see Pandora's tail going. She just disappears back into the thermal water. Hey. <laughs> back in the soup. <laughs> in the whole soup. How you doing, lizard? Mmm. <laughs> Better? Mmm. <laughs> You okay? I'm okay. I feel like I need to go try and talk to Sato at some point, but... It's a Sato, but it, Sato can't understand those things. Exactly, and it needs to be walked up. <laughs> Guy is with him. Nico. Me? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it if <laughs> That's not polite. Well, maybe he just doesn't have eyelids. Have you checked? <laughs> He's never blinked with us! It's not polite to ask! It's not polite to ask. Maybe we should just try and back. No. No. Don't. <laughs> just. Just let it be. We'll figure out some way to try and talk to both of them, I guess. Pandora made a perception joke. Because you were in the thumb bottom. Polite oh, conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Six. Six. Okay. Cool. You see that there are people in the bath. <laughs> Great. I'm too busy warming up again. Yeah. Why don't you try and talk to Jiro? I, I feel like he'll just brush me off while he's around the when, when do you guys let speak? Like, letters or...? Oh, we don't do letters. Why? Talk about him so much, like, your close oh. friend. Oh, buzz. Kind of after the whole the whole woods incident, yeah, we kind of fell out of touch a little bit because it was his idea in the first place. Oh, so you like can't blame him for it? No, I just I think he got spooked by it and because he's superstitious. Yeah, right. Like we got separated because he got spooked. Okay. Can we go back in the warm one? Yeah. Okay. 
Join your lizard hair. <laughs> you're back into the warm pool makeup, perception check, YouTube. Please do better than me. 22. Mm. Eight, um, 17. 17. Okay. Um, you see Show, the air sort of swimming up and down the pool. She catches your eye for a moment, then swims up to sort of sit near towards you and they just talk slightly. You see her eyes wandering over to Sato. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Maze, you also notice that she looks a little bit smitten. He is a very handsome man. Oh, with Sato? Yeah. Ooh. She looks a little bit smitten. Uh, Icarus, you notice that too, but Maze, you notice additionally that when she's looking at him, uh-huh. Miko sort of gets a bit riled up, like looks a little angry, sort of like a riled up guard dog. Huh. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, drama. It's like the only time that his expression really changes, he's kind of like... But Sato doesn't seem to notice either of these things. Does he blink? He did. He does blink. <laughs> he does have eyelids. <laughs> blink, motherfucker! There's <laughs> <laughs> so a yeah. cat on the lawn. So yeah, you both see that she's looking at Sato, you also notice that Miko is like unhappy, mm. angry. Drama in Mishima Paradise. Oh. <laughs> I'm too busy looking at her to notice why anyone else looks at her. Unexpected. Mm. Hey. Hi. You good? Yeah. I, yeah. Why? This is like nothing. You were just like staring. Oh. Cool. <coughs> oh. Situate myself near where Jiro is standing guard, and then if he wants to initiate a conversation, okay. he can. He doesn't. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> uh, but by situating yourself near to where he's standing guard, you are significantly closer to Sato than you were before. <laughs> and you do hear him and Miko speak back and forth. Just a few lines. They're both clearly men a few words, but passing this different yeah. language back and forth between them. Oh. Few words but wide eyes. Stop the lips. Get some Vaseline. <laughs> you notice that even in the bath, if you're looking at him, yeah. he's quite sweaty. Like there's like sweat dripping down his forehead. It's steamy in here. Yeah. But the fact he was also sweaty earlier is kind of gross. Mm. You ever just be in a bath with someone and you're like, oh, I don't want to be in a bath with this person. Yeah, now that you mention it. Mm. Like, I'm kind of half tempted to go back in the ice bath just because he's not in the ice bath. <laughs> and there wouldn't be any sweat in the ice bath. No. I, you know. Like, like maybe it's like a problem for him and I feel bad. But it's also kind of a problem for us, right? Now. And also, he's kind of really creepy. Yeah. With the. <laughs> I really don't like when you did that. No. <laughs> Isn't that ridiculous of me? <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> He's still looking! <laughs> Under the water. <laughs> we'll just try our best to relax for yeah. the remainder of the time here while this man is licking his lips at us. Okay, can we get treatments? Like, uh, to, like do we all get massages or whatever? You can get massages. <gasps> <laughs> We're all just turned on to massages now. <laughs> Thanks to the Lord's. We, 
um, the the massages that you can get in Erin is like something else entirely. It's like a whole new world. And I'm sure after a long traveling sort of stint like you guys have had, something like that would be really beneficial for you. <laughs> well, then we should definitely try it. Yeah, the, like the hot cups upstairs yeah, and, like, and rock facials. Mm -hmm. and <clears throat> Let's do it. Sure. That means we can get it as well. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Toju and Sato will. Sato will, and then Toju will see that. Uh, not Sato, sorry. Machio and Toju will. Mm -hmm. So Toju will see that Machio is going, and the Sato isn't, and will follow. Oh, nice. <laughs> I am not going for massages. You're not going for massages. No. Okay. So your girlfriend. The, exactly. <laughs> Back belongs to Sato. <laughs> Maze is dating Sasu for the free, free massages. The free massages. Yeah. And also, like, if Sasu and Nico are still being weird in the bath, I'll be not weird in the bath. I'll just, <laughs> okay. be, I'll just be present. Maze. I can enjoy a bath. Maze is staying in the soup with Nico. Okay. I'll sweat soup. <laughs> Sasu will be them, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Linda just says something to Sato in the language you don't understand, still staring at you. Have we caught any of this language at this point? If you would like to roll... History? <laughs> I, in intelligence? Intelligence? History? 24 on history. Uh, okay. Natural 20, so that's a 23 on intelligence, or a okay. 26 on history. You've heard this language before, perhaps doing some sort of contract outside of the school. Um, you think it might come to you? It doesn't sound like a. It doesn't sound like a dialect, like a different version of common. It doesn't sound like a the language of a race, but you don't know what it is. But you've definitely heard it somewhere before. Hmm. I can't put my finger on it. It sounds familiar, though. You know when you have like a sense, just go, and the, your brain's kind of like places it. It's somewhere in a memory. Mm -hmm. It feels like that. Like I can kind of see the memory, but I can't remember exactly what it was. But I recognize. It's definitely more clear a memory of you having heard this at some point recently than when you heard the mermaids and you were like, I don't recognize that at all, but I do. <laughs> this is definitely something you've heard like in the last month or so. Mm. Do you head upstairs? You get your massages? Yes! Yes! Are you doing anything else in the time or are you just chilling like a villain? I'm just chilling like a villain. Okay. I'll just acknowledge that they're there, but that they seem to be kind of keeping to themselves, so I'll respectfully keep to myself. Make one more perception joke. Mm -hmm. Ooh! Ooh! <laughs> um, 19. 19. The only thing additional that you notice is that Miko tends to lean in to talk to Sato more with less responses from Sato. Okay. And there's a, a slight expression on Sato's face of being a little bored of having to listen to his aide continually okay. lean in and say things like, he looks like he just wants to relax in the bath. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, I can find some relatability with this man to bombard him with questions later. 
Okay, but apart from that, your time at the bathhouse passes uneventfully. After the bathhouse, you return to the villa to get dressed up again, and then you head out to one of Erin's finest restaurants to dine with the councillors and their aides. The entire restaurant is booked out for this occasion. There are 15 of you attending. So the three of you, the three lords, their three guards, the three councillors and their three aides are spread out around one long table, reclining at the side of it on climb couches just like you ate at at Creos' estate. <laughs> High Councillor Arkut sits, sits at the head of the table at one end and you see Toju move towards the seat at the other end but then hesitate and concede it to Sato who sits down without a word. He's whipped. Uncomfortable. That's some greedy bitch behaviour over there. <laughs> the three guards of the lords, so Jiro, Sho and Miko, they stand behind them, they don't sit at the table to eat. The aides for the aides for Arkud and Galon, so the goblin and the hobgoblin, those aides, they do the same, standing like respectfully behind their counsellor. Royce goes to do the same and Adamos just waves a hand and beckons him over to sit with him and say, <laughs> No, no, come sit with us here, Kyria. Whatever Akud does, you know I'm going to do the opposite. It has a place made <laughs> for him at the table. <laughs> so you're sitting at a long, thin table with four of you on either side and one at each end. Are we like sat together or...? So, down one end, counselor, High Councillor Akud. Uh-huh. Um, Toju, like sort of where Sasha is on the table now. Um, Pandora Icarus Maze. Maze, you were sat at the far end with Sato. Good God! <laughs> Opposite you is the Goblin Galen. Galen. This is the worst seat in the house. <laughs> Opposite you, Icarus, Machio. Yes. Pandora Adamos is opposite you, and Royce is opposite Toju. The other aides standing behind the councillors, you they do well not to show it, but there's a slight like, Ugh. <laughs> like how dare he? <laughs> Adamos looks very pleased with himself. Arkud is frowning, obviously a bit pissed off at him for doing this, but not wanting to make a scene in front of the Lords of Mishima. <clears throat> As you seat yourself down, those next to next to Sato with Miko stood just behind him, still watching you as he has been all day. Daichi, you feel, just gets increasingly irritable. Like, sort of constantly bothering at your mind. Mm-hmm. Make a wisdom save for Daichi, I'll talk to him. Chill out. 18. 18. Okay. You still manage to just, like, bat his presence away. You could feel he was trying to, like, turn your head to look at Sato. But you're still in control of yourself. There's I will concede and look at Sato anyway. Just <laughs> as like a sort of, isn't it nice to be here, Nod? <laughs> <laughs> he looks at you and gives you a like, respectful slight nod back in return. Cool. Aye. And then turns and you notice, catches Sho's eye. And the two of them sort of linger looking at each other for a moment. Oh. How- Toji doesn't seem to notice. Does, is, is Sato feeling a feeling? <laughs> Make an insight check. Shall. Shall you get anything from this man? My oh my! That's a three on the die! <laughs> <laughs> so that's a. Uh, 11. 11. Um, 
he is very good at being unreadable, but you get a hint of this isn't him like, oh, I've caught Sho looking at me. This is a exchange look yeah. for not the first time. Okay. This is an intentional me and Sho are looking at each other. <laughs> yeah. That is unknowable. <laughs> Meanwhile, Migo. <laughs> Lucky as it. She's still sweaty. He's, he is sweaty. You can start to smell it a little um, you notice like slight damp patches oh. under his arms on the on the robe that he's wearing. You know, it might just be the condition, but at the same time, it's like no. Maybe uh. you really do have the butt seat. <laughs> I do. I've got a goblin and a creep. Goblin and an unknowable man. Creeps to the right. right. Here I am. Stuck in the middle with Sato. <laughs> but Icarus is also next to me. <laughs> it's fine. So. Icarus, Machio, as soon as like food is ordered and drinks are ordered and so on, Machio leans right over the table and is like, so tell me about the mall. <laughs> I'm not sure. You would have told them by now that that's where you're going off for dinner mm-hmm. for like a late night more show. And he's just like, tell me all about the mall. I will. So they put on these huge productions and sometimes they can make the stadium go into different shapes. So they've got a whole different uh, arena for them to fight in. Sometimes productions on of old battles, or they do sky fights, and I'll just rattle off. <laughs> yeah, you just start talking. talking. I can imagine you like appetizer here, yeah. talking, <laughs> drink there, talking. <laughs> Machio stays engaged with you. He's just like, he really is enjoying talking sports with the locals. <laughs> I love him. And if anybody calls him Lord, he will insist on Uncle. Uncle <laughs> Machio. Uncle Machio. I love him. Pandora down your end of the table. I won't make you roll perception for this because you're literally like there. right there with them. Um, basically, Toju asks Alkud and Adamos, so Alkud and Adamos are the sides of him, how things are in Erin. Alkud suggests a rumor that the Armager was recently killed by some sort of beast man, maybe a were touched creature or something similar. And then Adamos quite quickly, that's absolutely ridiculous. We don't have anything to prove that yet. We we had a body and yes, there did look like some sort of animal attack, but we don't want to be jumping to conclusions and scaring people. And Laura takes it in. <laughs> you see Arkham like, and then told you us who was going to be the new Armager. And they start launching into talking about a couple of different candidates. They don't really have a shortlist yet, but there are some people in the military, um, like some some names from the navy, and no one's really certain because they weren't anticipating having to replace the armager for like at least twenty years. Is it? Um, pardon me for asking. When it comes to choosing a new armager, um, is it done by vote or do they need to? Because um, I know that they are elected in in sort of being nominated, but once they are nominated, do they need to be voted in by the council, or do they need to prove themselves in some way, or? Arkud actually turns to you, High Councilor Arkud turns to you at the table, <laughs> sweats a bit. <laughs> uh, well, actually, we we run a trial, uh, a physical trial of, short, of sorts, and oh, a series wow. of tests that they have to pass. And then a vote is made on whoever withstands the trial, should there be more than one person. Kind of like Kingsman. Yeah. It is. It's a little bit like Kingsman. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. 
that scroll. <laughs> My favourite scroll. So Castor must have been incredibly capable. I'm sure. He was. A good friend of mine. I'm so sorry for your loss. <sighs> it is a real shame. He was a good man, I'm sure. And a hard one to replace. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and he will continue talking about different people, but you can see and he's quite openly like including you in the conversation now as he does so that there's nobody he personally feels could quite match up yeah is a good enough replacement oh, caster miss him miss caster um however to sort of cut this conversation short adam lost turns to you pandora is like so are you related to persephone yes she's my older sister I thought you must be. Is it the whole tiefling about her? <laughs> she has talked about her sister quite a lot. She likes to talk about her family. She says you're doing very well at Delphos. It's no big deal. She's the high flyer out of all of us. She's so great. Like, I'm, it's a, I'm sure it is a huge honor to be working for yourself, sir. But um, she she tries she puts in so much work and she always tries her best and she makes us so proud as a family to see that she's working for you and she's such a big role model. Well, she does work herself silly. You can attest to that, can't you, Rosius? He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, always trying to prove herself. She says frequently she wants to live up to your mother, and I think that's that's very sweet. Yeah, it's something we all want to do. Hmm. So there's this really cool guy called the Lion of <laughs> <laughs> He's my bro, bro. <laughs> we can get you backstage just in general because we know them. <laughs> Maze, down at your end of the table. Yeah. You notice that, like, so they bring the drinks out and the appetizers and then they come back to sort of check that everyone is okay with the menu for the night. Um, and you notice that Sato like beckons Miko over, mm -hmm. and Miko comes over. He's he's still carrying the glaive, by the way. At it's like every, is everyone else basically wearing a weapon on their back? Yeah, they've all got. He's also got the wrapped weapon okay. as well. He's been carrying this glaive the whole time. Um, In the bath. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only time he was part with it. It did get put in the locker. Okay. Um, and says something in this language you don't recognise to. Miko, mm -hmm. and then you see Miko turn to the attendants at the restaurant and request that Lord Sato's food is cooked very rare. I. He, you see Miko sort of staring down at the appetizers on the table, and you're sort of like, he looks particularly hungry, staring down at the food. How, how is it with a uh, Councillor Goblin down this end? Oh <laughs> Councillor Goblin? Okay, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Galon has been talking at Sato since you arrived. Oh. Okay, this and is what I was hoping for. <laughs> seems to be delighted at this conversation. Doesn't seem to have noticed whether or not Sato is able to understand what he's saying. He is just delivering conversation at him mm -hmm. and he is just talking about 
his role, which is something to do with city finances and and just how wonderful it is to have foreign relations here. They should have political visits more often. You need to save Sato, he's being No, 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 held. this is what I'm waiting for. He's being held verbally hostage. Like, at some point, whenever Councillor Goblin goes to take a drink, I'm just gonna, like, <clears throat> lean over and be like, my lord Sato, and bow ahead in respect, and just say, um, you know, as a local of Vishima myself, I'm fairly aware of the provinces of Lord Toju and Lord Michio, but I must admit, the mountains aren't a place that I know about very much, and I would be very interested to hear about anything, any tales of your city that you'd be willing to share. He watches you as you speak, and so does uh -huh. Miko. Uh-huh. And then he glances to Miko, and then you see Miko turn and speak to him in this other language. So it does come across like he's translating. It does it does look okay. like Miko is translating what you've said to Sato and then Sato speaks back. And Miko turns to you and goes, What do you want to know? <laughs> the bleak motherfucker! <laughs> this is the uncomfortable part of this because now I have to address Miko. Um uh. just anything you would be willing to share. I I'm so used to like in the city myself, I imagine it must be quite difficult in the mountains. I, I know you do a lot of mining, but I'm really interested in, um, I like the tea from the island. There's nothing quite like it in Erin, and I know that you produce a lot of tea in your area. Turns, speaks to Sato, Sato speaks back, turns to you. Our tea is most wonderful, isn't it? Yes. Nothing else quite like it. Perhaps we could offer some to the Erin Council as a trade back and forth. I think that would be appreciated. The region is incredibly beautiful. Perhaps you should visit sometime. I'd like to. I would like to go home at some point. I'm trying so hard not to be put off by this man! <laughs> and just like make really polite conversation. As long as he seems to be willing. Yeah, he will make polite conversation. After a while, you notice that sometimes some of the things he might turn and say to Sato, he's uh -huh. clearly not translating word for word everything. Like sometimes he'll turn and say something much shorter than what you've asked. Uh huh. And sometimes his answers will be a lot longer than what Sato has turned and said to him. Uh huh. So you don't know whether like he's perhaps not translating word for word, but uh -huh. Sato's just saying like maybe saying like oh yeah speak about that and then he's just <laughs> he's <laughs> answering you yeah. himself rather than just translating okay. Sato's answers. After, after a little while, I will say, obviously like casually omitting certain details, but just, you know, I, I heard from someone I, I used to know from the area who uh, said that there was some problem with bandits or something in the mountains, which... Bandits? Something to do with bandits, it's just... I know we don't get a lot of that on the island, and it Not just, at all. it struck me as odd. If someone's spreading those kind of rumours about your province, it's... Who was this friend? Fair. Oh god, what was his name? We only know each other for a little while. Um... God, I'm gonna just make up a name off the top of my head. Um... Daisuke? Do you know the surname? Uh, Yukimura? 
not familiar with it. You've just signed some randos death <laughs> <laughs> uh, I should have said the one person in the US called Gay Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> strange. Very strange. As you know, we don't have much crime on Vishima at all. That's why it struck me as odd. There is no crime in Vishima. <laughs> <clears throat> Very odd. Very odd. And turns and speaks to Sato. The name doesn't translate, so you do hear him repeat the name. Mm -hmm. Is there any sort of like, any crack in Sato's face? Make an inside check. 15. 15. You do see something pass through his eyes, like his expression doesn't change. Uh -huh. You know, you can just tell in someone's eyes, like, Slight amusement. <laughs> but he doesn't say anything in response to it. And the food is delivered shortly. It's just like, sort of mostly, like very, very rare bloody piece of meat. And like, like sort of potatoes and vegetables mm -hmm. on the plate and stuff. And like a blue steak does this man. And you see Miko at this point is almost like leaning over his shoulder, looking at it like, like a dog would put his nose on the table, sort of like hungry for the meat. Stop begging. Until Sato just like raises her hand and he backs off a little bit. Mm -hmm. Sit. Ah. Ah. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the last time we were there, we ended up finding chimeras <laughs> in the arena. <laughs> Machio has ordered quite a lot of food and it's just like fully engaged with yeah, you, right. asking you questions. It's like, this sounds amazing! And just shoveling food in and... Maze took down a whole Chimera by himself. And then just starts telling you about like some of the local wildlife in Vashima. Hell yeah. And just opening up, talking about things that him and some of the other farmhands have like fought off in some of the fields. <laughs> You're really strong, I know it! <laughs> I know he's strong. I know he's strong. <laughs> I know he's ripped. Um, yeah. And dinner passes on like that. Is there anything in particular you're you're asking of these people? I would like to turn to Tojo on point. My lord, um, if I may be so bold as to ask, um, I've noticed that Sato's aide is holding a glaive and that your other two aides have weapons with them as well. Are they ceremonial? Like, particularly the one that he's always holding? Like, it's, mm. is that the custom from Mishima? It's a ceremonial thing, um, although of course our guards carry weaponry, should anything happen to us. Which we would hope that nothing would done. I would hope so. Mm -hmm. I would hope so. Um, but no, it's a, a ceremonial thing for the Sato household that their honor guard will always carry a weapon like this. So is it a, like an heirloom that is passed down? How old is it? Does it like does it look particularly old or make a history check? Yeah. Uh, eighteen. Eighteen. It does. You don't know much about Vishima weaponry, but you do know a fair amount about weaponry from your studies, and it does look like an antique. <laughs> um, perhaps like a ceremonial antique, essentially. And he, he says he doesn't know very much, but he believes it's still the same one and that it has been passed down the family from honor guard to honor guard. <laughs> then it would make sense if it's been the same family the whole time. Mm -hmm. 
try how to how for Pandora to put this without coming across rude. <laughs> I, I might sort of turn to Icarus and say it at one point when Michio's busy with someone else. But just relay to Icarus about the glaive being a sort of passed down ceremonial weapon. Mm -hmm. Say, it seems a bit excessive for him to have to carry it around if he's only got the one hand. <laughs> I, I don't want to come across as rude, but would it, like, do you not think? <laughs> I'm not hearing this. I'm I know you're not. Chase is laughing. How quietly you say this? Quietly. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's just kind of a show of power. I guess. I mean, the, very quietly. I mean, I mean, Toju looks terrified of, of him, you know? Yeah. So I guess it's just kind of him keeping keeping his little being in charge thing. I guess. Because I mean, the others have got their weapons on their back. Like stone, yeah? Yeah. He does as well, though. Oh, so he has another He also weapon. has a weapon stowed. Right. So he's just carrying this ceremonial blade around. <laughs> Slotted through the handy gap in his gold hand. <laughs> Trying to big dick energy, this glaive. Ho-hum. Hmm. I mean, he can put it down. I've seen him put it down, but he didn't have it in the bath. Did he? Yeah, but only then. Yeah. Can you imagine if he had been in the bath? <laughs> 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 Did he have his gold hand? Was it just like, do we notice? Like, the, the gold hand was under the water, yeah. That thing don't rot. <laughs> it's gold. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, but like, in a sense of like, he didn't like, take off his hand to get in the water or anything? No. Okay. Because it's a pretty sturdy prosthetic. Okay. No. Yeah, you you would get the impression from that it's a really well made prosthetic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you would have seen that it like fixes up to yeah, his like elbow, but it's only the hand that's missing. Okay. Right. okay. Cool. Okay. Cool. 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 Later on, Toju asks Adamos to join him outside to smoke a pipe. There's like, down the side of the restaurant, like a little sort of um, terrace area outside of where you're sat. Okay. Just um, those two? Yeah, just those two. Like, he offers it to Arkud, but Arkud's like, dismissive of it. Um, Machio still is now trapped in conversation with the goblin. Goblin! <laughs> Are they just talking at each other? Yes, they're both just... Like, he doesn't seem bothered by the goblin's presence. He just engages and... Like, talks right back at him. Oh. Uh, he seems genuinely having a great time here. <laughs> um, told you and Adamus leave the table. And then... Pandora, make a perception check. Um, 18. 18. Okay. You see Royce lean on his hand. And, like, look over at you. And you see his other hand like slide under the table. And then you hear in your head. Uh, he says he's leaving to follow those two and listen in because Adamos has said he doesn't trust Toju. Ooh. Huh. He says, follow after. I will sort of clock his eyes and just give a slight nod. Mm -hmm. And then he just excuses himself from the table very casually. Says he's going to use the restroom. 
Hello. Laura <laughs> panics a little bit. Be cool, be cool, be cool, be cool. <laughs> um, I'm just going to use the restroom. Yeah, okay. I'll be back. Sure. Bye, Pandora. <laughs> Gets up. And as casually as she can, leaves. <laughs> it's you feel incredibly uncasual. Yeah. Away <laughs> Make a performance check. <laughs> <laughs> you just look perfectly normal, like you're crossing a room because no one really minds where you're going. Um, so it feels like all your limbs belong to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> and so you reach sort of the corner where the corridor goes down towards the terrace, and Royce grabs at your arm and pulls you down there. <laughs> Adamos really doesn't trust this guy. I don't know why, but okay. he wants me to hear whatever Toju is going to say to him. Okay. And I just feel like the three of you should know as well. Thank you for bringing me into this, I guess, as much as I'm freaking out right now. Don't freak out. You got this. Okay. Be cool. Cool trick, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he leads you down to, like, like the window, like the window doors that would open out to the terrace, mm -hmm. and you two can sort of stand either side. <laughs> and you sort of strain to listen, make a perception check. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. The conversation is quiet at first. You can see that they are genuinely like stuffing some leaf into a like runny pipe and having an after dinner smoke. Um, and the conversation is a little stilted with Adamos trying to ask Toju a couple of probing questions about tomorrow and the meeting and then Toju looking at Adamos with a like, slightly cold look in his eyes and he threatens the counsellor he threatens to expose the fact he knows that Eren has been funding piracy. <gasps> I knew it! In the Western Seas. I knew it! Oh my god! I knew it! Oh and my you hear god. him say, if the council don't agree to all the terms that we set out in tomorrow's meeting, then we will make it public. <laughs> Councillor Adamos says something in return. His face is like, like daggers, he's staring daggers at this man, but he speaks so quietly that you can't catch it. Mm -hmm. um, but he seems to be very angry and threatening in return. Oh god. Make one more perception joke. Oh my god, please, oh please. Oh, seven. Seven. Okay. Hopefully Royce Oh please, Royce. <clears throat> What you, you don't hear, like, the one thing out of Toju's mouth, one thing out of Adamus' mouth that you don't hear, but then Toju says, I think that is very inappropriate language for your guests and you will be very sorry. Oh, God. And then whatever Adamus said, hearing this back from Lord Toju, he turns on his heel and storms back inside. He bursts through the doors. If he sees you and Royce, he doesn't pay any mind to you as he heads back towards the dining room. And you see Toju just sort of like straighten himself up, sort of puff on the balcony. Try and conceal myself before Toju gets out. Make a stealth check. Oh god. <laughs> Eleven. Okay. I'll make a perception roll for him. Okay. Royce is like, quickly, quickly. Let's dart over to Royce. Yeah. 
You seem to both get away from the doors before Toju turns around. Oh god. Um, but you two will also see, as Counselor Adamo storms back into the dining room, he just comes in and he's like, the meal is over, we're going now to the other counselors. And it's sort of, everything goes awkwardly quiet for a moment. And Galen's like, are you sure? What's wrong? What's, what's going on? And he's like, it's fine. I'm sure everything will be resolved at tomorrow's meeting, but we are done for tonight. You see, Arku would sort of <sighs> deflate. Look at Sato and Michio and be like, my apologies. And then they get up and they do leave. The counsellors and their aides. Roy's exchanging a look with you that's just like, what the hell? What the hell? <laughs> um, but there's not much else you can do. You hear one more time in your head as he's leaving. He's like, I don't know what to do with this information, but we'll, we'll find a chance to talk. Oh God. <laughs> This sends back to him. I kind of wish you hadn't dragged me into this. <laughs> you get one distant sorry as he's leaving, um, and you are left without the counselors and their aides in the dining room. Oh God! Toyu hasn't returned to the table yet, but Sato turns to Miko and says something quite clearly now in that language that you don't understand to his aide, and Miko just sort of nods in agreement and looks out the door hmm. yeah. and Michio's like right well that was awkward there's probably some sort of emergency going back on at the council probably I will very casually come back into the room <laughs> Pandora are are the um Dinner guests tonight. They've uh, they've had to leave. Oh, that's a that's a shame. Yeah, it is. Um, we don't have to call a night early if you don't want to, though. Well, we were going to go to the mall. Icarus has been telling me all about the mall. I'm sure he has. <laughs> we can still go to the mall. We mm. can, yes, we can still yes. have some fun tonight. We've got tickets. It's it's all fine. That's going to be great. And Toji comes back and he's Michio is immediately standing up and we're going to the Coliseum. <laughs> <laughs> you can see that he's trying to like smooth things over here. Um, Do the others have a reaction when Toju comes back in? Uh, Machio, make an insight check on Machio. Sato is just staring blankly as he does. 16. 16. You can see that his expression is kind of like, I know you've done something <laughs> and I'm pretty mad. Mm. Um, <laughs> but like, oh let's God. just smooth this over. Like this is a conversation for private. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and Sato just does like a slight tick of his eyebrow. Clench mm, of his jaw. Uncomfy. Um, but he stands too. And the nine of you remaining, the uh, the guards, the lords, and yourselves, leave the restaurant. Michio gives an apology to the restaurant attendants. <laughs> you head out into the streets of Erin. And Michio's like, lead the way to the Coliseum. To the mall! By this point, Night has fallen, the evening air is warm, a gentle breeze blows through the cobblestone streets, and you make your way towards the mall. Is anyone doing anything on the way? Stressing! <laughs> I just sort of like write a note on a piece of paper that says, Talk later? Question mark? And just kind of 
really cheekily like tuck it into Chirac's pocket. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> trying to stealth about it or make him notice? Just trying to be really casual about it. Okay. Um, if you're trying, if you're not trying to hide it, then he will yeah. see it happen, and he doesn't pull the note out straight away, but does no. give you a sort of like the most relaxed look you've seen of him yet, just like slightly like, oh, okay. Yeah. <sighs> just, it's just not really a big thing. Just kind of like boop and keep walking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I will be regaling Mashiro of all of this, <laughs> of Mashiro of all of the food that you can get at the moor and like how they've got to try like mm-hmm. the sloppy Joe burgers. <laughs> But it's part of the experience. (laughs) (laughs) They make these like big hands out of uh, like woven that you just (laughs) put on your hand. (laughs) 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 Oh, good. Okay, you arrive at the moor. You're shown through the VIP passages to your seats. And the show this time at the moor goes smoothly. Oh my god. Oh, okay. (laughs) More chimeras. Uh, you find out through sort of hearsay that Damon isn't here, he's still recovering. Um, you're seated close to the Lords through the show, but not with them directly. You notice that they're, they're up where the Imperator's stand was, where the Councillors were sat before, and they're kind of, they've been seated to, to be seen, as well as to see the show. Um, and it is attracting the attention of the people who can see them there, who are just like, ooh, those people are dressed not from around here and are clearly important. You are. You're um, not from around here. <laughs> the aides sort of sit along the row from you, as well, the guards. Um, and you watch another wonderful show at the Moore Coliseum, yeah. this time without any interruptions. Yeah, unpleasantries. I think best life right now. <laughs> We sort of wave at the gladiators that we do know. Yeah, and you see some of them do wave back, and show is like, "Wow, you know everyone around here, huh?" Yeah, we've we've, we've been pretty we've been here a couple of times. That's very impressive. We're kind of friends with some of the gladiators. We saved one of their lives. Yeah. Do you have anything like this back in Mishima? No, nothing like this. Oh. Fighting in Vishima is kept mostly to the guard and the military. Mm. We're more theater people. Definitely more theater people. Yeah. Well, I suppose this is kind of a form of theater. You know, in the sense. Very particular kind of theater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. And I hear we're going to your very exciting and unique music hall tomorrow night, so... Yes, we are. We're, we've been so excited about this. It's been something I've wanted to see. like for as long as I can remember, but it's a really unique experience. <laughs> That's exciting. I do like music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you good? Is it correct or just B? Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> column A, column B. Mm-hmm. Column B. Column B. It's the same picture. Yep. Okay. The show passes, and it's pretty late when you all catch a carriage back to the villa. Um, the lords, like, in different states of tiredness and excitement, excuse themselves to their rooms and retire for the night. Did Majiro buy a wig of hat? <laughs> of course he did! Yes! yes! <laughs> did he buy one for the others as well? Yes! Yes! Is he just, like, poking Toji with it? 
the whole time. Yes. <laughs> big finger guns. <laughs> hey, hey. He does, as he's leaving down the hallway back to his room, give you a big finger gun. And <laughs> <laughs> um, he said, Uncle, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Night, Uncle. Good night. Um, he's jolly, he's had a little too much ouzo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you are like off duty for the night, basically. Uh, it's, it's now like getting close to midnight, um, but you can retire back to your rooms if you want to regroup, talk. I will, I will wander around and see if, like, wait for Jiro to clock off if he is anytime soon, and if he's not, then I'll like maybe wait for a knock on my door or something. Yeah, you can find him in like the main lounge area of the mm. of the villa. I'm just watching out the back windows into the gardens. I'm assuming you two have like regrouped back to the rooms or? Yeah, we'll go and like get ready for bed, but I want to talk to these two when we're all together. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> nice view. It is. It's nice. <sighs> it's strange seeing you. You. You're telling me. <laughs> Really threw me for a loop this morning. Yeah, me too. I, when I found out we were coming here, I really didn't think I'd see you. <laughs> I mean, when the contract came up at school, it was sort of a. Guess I have to do this one. <laughs> How have you been? Good, good. It's um, the school's really great, and you know the two that were with me, they're, they're really good friends. Um, <laughs> yeah, it seems like it. Yeah, it's interesting and traveling a lot more around the area. How, how have you been? When did you move? Uh, well, I was, um, I joined the guard in Tominado. I trained for a while and then on a visit to the city, um, I met Machio, and he offered me a job in his personal guard, so... That impressive, huh? <laughs> I don't know whether it was impressive or whether he just took pity on me. What do you mean? Uh, well... I know that things weren't great after kind of left me in the woods. <laughs> yeah. You know, people didn't stop talking about that. It's not surprising considering how easily spooked everyone gets. Whatever happened to you, people started blaming me. I don't think it was your fault. Well, it's just... I guess people tell us not to go out there for a reason. Yeah. Well... Maybe I shouldn't have. My dad went missing too. Oh. I'm... Can I hug you? Okay. I'm a really big hugging. Sort of... Half-heartedly. <laughs> not entirely half-heartedly, but like he's not used to it. Okay. And. It squeezes you back slightly. I'm sorry, Jiro. It's okay. 
you know, I was just so superstitious and too bold. <laughs> I guess I pushed too far. Yeah. But, hey, at least you have a job with the cool lord now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy. I can tell. You know, I just wanted to... I don't know. I wanted to find myself in a position where it would stop more people from going missing. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you're doing a great job with that. I say in a more guarded tone than what Chase just managed to throw out. <laughs> Maybe. <sighs> well, needless to say, I stopped wandering into the woods, so. <laughs> yeah, now you have more farmlands to protect and whatnot. <laughs> And you're safe out here, so don't worry about you wandering into the woods anymore. Well, there's not really any woods to wander into around here. No, notice that. Just kind of city. I'm glad you're doing well. I'm glad you're doing well. I don't know what I expected from if I saw you again, um, but it's good to see you. It's good to see you too. So, um. Sorry if it's not professional to ask, but obviously you were on a ship with all of them for however long. Is, is there like something between Toji and Sato? They just seem really uncomfortable with each other. He sort of looks around himself to make sure there isn't anyone knocking around listening. If you ask me, Lord told you is terrified of Sato. Huh. It's kind of the shadow lord of Tominaga. Hmm. Pulling strings from up in his mountain fortress. It's kind of not great. <laughs> hmm. Well, you know Fushima. Yeah, I do. Small island. Weird stuff going on sometimes, I guess. Best not to ask. Sure. I should see if Michio needs anything. Yeah, sure. Before he leaves, is there like any hint that like he knows something, or he might want to say something. Make an insight check. Ten. Ten. <laughs> what? You rolled a two! <laughs> we know this thing! This still gets me every time! No, he... But whilst you can't really tell, you don't know him well enough, and his expression is very guarded, you don't... He's not giving off any kind of vibe that he's yeah, keeping a secret from you. Holding something. Yeah. Okay. I'll just wish him good night and... Wander back to our okay. trio of rooms. As you do, make a perception check. Um, twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay. As you reach the door to Pandora's room, push it open to enter and talk to them. 
you hear from outside, like outside the actual building itself, probably in the courtyard or in the garden, mm-hmm. raised voices. Ooh, I'll... Fuck guys, are you two together? Sure. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just breaking each other's hair. <laughs> just, like, as I was swinging open the door and catch this, just... With May's sort of gesturing, and you guys quiet, you can hear it too. Let's go find out. <laughs> just immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you would be able to peek out like the window in Pandora's room into the courtyard. Just oh, okay. So you don't it, it opens, it's... and you could push it open enough to. Yeah. Yeah. Then surreptitiously open the window mm-hmm. a bit more. Try and listen. Okay. Absolute curtain twitches. Make group perception check. Come on, Steph. Yes! Aw, oh, six! Twenty-seven! Twenty-one. Okay, six plus twenty-seven plus twenty-one. Okay, it's not awful. <laughs> it's not great, but... Um, you are able to identify that it's Michio and Toju okay. talking outside. Um, they're not yelling at each other, so it's not easy to catch everything. Mm-hmm. But you hear Machio saying that threatening the Dalmas was a huge mistake, and you will be hurting our allyship with Eren in the long run. And told you, sort of, <coughs> I'm, I'm just saying that neither you or them will like what's going to be unleashed if they delay or make things difficult. He sounds. Slightly angry, but when Machio is like, "What are you? What are you talking about? I've got no idea what you're insinuating." And Toju is a little more insistent, and he's like, "It will be a bad time. What that sort of difficulty might unleash with a kind of stress on the unleash part." Um, and you realise that as he as he continues to insist. He starts to sound a little more scared than threatening. Okay. And Monsieur's just like, you just, you're sounding ridiculous. I mean, we're not in Vishima, your stories, they, they don't fit here. Okay, we're, we're in Eren and we should accommodate to them and just continues on like he's just completely not getting what the mm-hmm. Toju's insinuating. Like there might be something more than just like, a disturbance in their political allyship. Um, As you're listening, the three of you hear movement from down the hall, a door opening and closing from just outside where you are. Quietly. Do I have to go over and peek around the door? Make a stealth check. Group or? Sure. Oh, fuck. Are you wearing your armor? You wouldn't be wearing your armor right now. Thank God. Would I be wearing my boots? Oh my god, five! If you wanted to be wearing your boots. I'll be wearing my boots. 17. Uh, uh, 22. Sorry, lads. Okay, you sneak back through your room to the other side and push the door open again. You can't see anything in the hallway. You look up and down. There's nothing at first. And then you hear something even more unsettling coming from the room that the trunk was in. It sounds like something squelching at first. 
Are you moving closer to see if you can hear better? Put an ear yeah. To it, yeah. Oh god! <laughs> Put an ear to it. Sounds like something large moving around. You hear the scrape of maybe luggage being moved across the tiled floor. And then something wet, like chewing. Like the sound of something, like meat being torn off bone. Uh, <sighs> oh god. What do we do? How? Okay. What kind of door is this? It's just a, it's like a double set of wooden doors. So like, pull out or slide? Uh, pull out. We need our weapons. Do we? Maybe. It sounds like something might be animal in there. Let's just... Let's just be quiet about this. Okay. Just... The... The tiniest... Crack. To okay. Me. You alone make another stealth check. Not an advantage because this isn't based on moving. No, it's not. Twenty-one. Oh. Okay. You go to move the handle. The handle creaks a little, but you're able to do it slow enough that it doesn't make enough of a sound to be noticeable. When you push the door, it's locked. Oh. Are the windows to this room on? Like the would be on our side. Not on your side. But the windows on the other side. And if you left the building, went all the way around the outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's tiptoe around. Okay, that's gonna take you like maybe five minutes. We could just wait here and see if anyone comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. What do you have? Let's hide further down the corridor. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't like this. I don't like this at all. I wouldn't have my thieves' tools on me. It appears you're wrong, like right behind you. Oh god! Would I bring that with me? Yes. 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 Sure. Okay. You, you have your equipment. Okay. Like, I'm not going to say you've left your equipment at the school. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll go get my travel tools. Okay. Yes. Guidance. I would say, with your stealth roll before, to keeping that as your stealth roll, basically, you can sneak back in, get your trap tools. Bring them back to the door. That's dex plus proficiency, right? Uh, yes, yes. Plus guidance. Plus guidance. So. Hell yeah. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. What's the DC? <gasps> oh, 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 oh uh, it, you hear that it's a little bit of fiddling. You feel it's complicated. You feel it's more complicated than a regular lock, and then it unlocks. We still hear the noises. Uh, as it unlocks, silence. Quiet, quiet. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so stressed out. Okay. Have a peeky. Have a peeky. You push the door open with your perception roll. Oh my god. Crit 28. Oh! Okay. God! You push the door open and you get a glimpse for just a moment of some sort of like hulking monstrous shape right next to the trunk like a huge trunk and it's gone is the trunk open you look further in 
You see this is a sprawling room with stone columns all down it. Beautiful murals all over the walls. There's like various piles of luggage, a couple of open crates, and the trunk that was hauled off the ship, the huge one right in the middle of it, uh -huh. looking exactly as it did, but with the lid slightly askew, as if someone has been into it, or perhaps something has gotten out of it. Oh! And that is where we'll end tonight. Oh! I don't think that's a loafing centaur. <laughs> Spooky time. Hell yeah. A mixture of like weirdly fun and creepy as. Yeah. This is not just the perfect team. Blink, motherfucker! How dare you? Thank you, everybody, so much for watching. Thank you for DMing. I want to thank Hayden for today's fan creation, Arachne, the Domus Virtus student. Hey, what do you know? She knows something. She'll be back. Oh thank you very much Hayden for that creation. We'll have a lot more fun with her. <laughs> and thank you everyone for watching. Thank you guys for playing. Thank, thank you for joining. Until next time, I'm Nyx. We are Nyx Rising. And we love, we love you. you. Bye! Bye. Hello again, it's Icarus. With the Lords of Ishima now in Eren, we've just got two more days to get through. But something tells me it's gonna be a trial unlike anything we've seen before. Join us next week for part two of this adventure. Thank you so much to everyone who's been supporting us over on patreon.com slash nixrising and as a YouTube member. You can get outtakes from Life of the Party and Delphos by joining our community, plus plenty more exciting perks. Special thanks as always to our executive producers, Adira A, Emily Hogarth, Lissa, Steph Sharp, Caitlin Ferguson, Alexandra Johnson, and Leah Moran. Until next time, may the winds blow ever in your favor, and we'll see you on Wednesday.